On today's Into Your Head number 681, How to Survive in a World of Faces, a new minimalistic Garden of Eden, Chicken Boy Products, America's Next Top Model Aeroplane and more. get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of my, uh, my lungs, there's topics coming out of my lungs right now, wasted topics, uh, topics that have been converted from energy drink to air and expelled before I could even form, or maybe they're the byproduct of the topic creation system, who's to know, I don't know the intricacies of the human uh, the human body, uh, maybe, uh, maybe when I create topics from this energy drink, uh, it gives out a byproduct of air resulting in a belch, and maybe that's not wastage, it's just uh, extra byproduct. Maybe I should be using that for something else. That's how industry works. You use your byproducts for something else. Uh, when you uh, when you create uh, chicken breasts, you don't just throw the wings in the bin. You sell them on to someone else who has a use for chicken wings and you sell the feet to someone else and you sell the hair to someone else who makes uh, chicken hair t-shirts or so. Do they make chicken hair t-shirts? They must do. They don't just throw away the feathers and the hair off the chicken. Surely to Christ. Surely they make you never hear though you never hear about uh poultry uh poultry hair clothes and uh, oh no they must go somewhere though they don't just throw them away and i'm pretty sure they don't make food out of them so what the fuck did they do with chicken hair here's a que- here's a question for you uh. and i'm not going to answer it here uh because for one thing that would render the whole point of me questioning ridiculous if I already have the answer and for another thing I don't know I don't know I don't know everything uh, well I know enough to ask questions do you know enough to ask questions you probably don't because that question had never occurred to you I can tell you and uh, either had this one uh, where I go do you know enough to ask questions uh, you're thinking there oh I never have thought of that whether uh, I never have considered that to be an issue uh, so it's never occurred to me to ask whether I know enough to know uh, enough to ask questions or whatever it was he said uh, well let's not get bugged out we're all only human we can't know everything so don't be too ashamed of us don't go off now and uh, slit your uh, slit your face open or something over a well cover why would you do that oh, why would you stitch your face open over a well cover uh, if you're going to stitch your face open surely to Christ uh, you do it by accident for one thing and for another thing the chances of you being standing over a well cover are very small and if you do stitch your face open over a well cover you're being very inconsiderate because you're getting blood and snot and crap uh, well maybe not crap but at least blood and snot and spit into the public water supply unless you're living in a place where they don't use the wells anymore uh, but I'm sure it's all connected even if they don't use well water anymore that water 
water uh, permeates through the rock and ends up in the public water supply or at least in the public swimming uh, sea area at some point. So have a bit of consideration for the world or don't be going sticking your face into a well cover for Christ's sake. Uh, there's more to life than that. Uh, even if there wasn't more to life than that, we'd, we'd find something. We're an inquisitive we're an inquisitive race. We'd find something else to do. If we were plunked down here uh, suddenly today in the Garden of Eden and this was the beginning of the world and all we had was a well hole cover and a knife and, our, and a face I'm sure we'd find something else to do with then. If you give given three, if you given three things to do stuff with, uh, to, by mathematics, you're going to find more than one thing to do with those. You're going to find uh, it's like that game. Uh, what's that game where you figure out who done it? Where there's a mystery, a crime mystery to solve, and you figure out who done it, and you go, oh, it was Mister uh, Mister Facehole with the glasses beside the stairs, or it was Mrs. Something with the axe beside. The, oh, beside the monkey nut storage facility. Well, it's the same. If you were given a, just a well and a knife and your face, you'd find something else to do other than uh, stitch your face over the well. You might, for example, decide to use your face to look down the well, or you might decide to use the well cover as a musical instrument uh, by looking at it with your face. You know, there's all sorts of... When there's three things, mathematically, there's at least uh, 27 different combinations of those three things that you could put to work if you have a brain at all although maybe if you're just giving a face and a well hole cover and a knife maybe you're not giving a brain as i've always hadn't told that was that's all this is all theoretical anyway, it doesn't matter. The world is already up and up and running. We don't have to think about all that stuff again, about starting off again with just three things in the Garden of Eden. <coughs> So let's not get bogged down in all that. Anyway, two faces walk into a bar. One of the faces goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Oh, that's original. That's original. Uh, your fucking face now. The face is coming into my bar now asking for pints of Guinness. And the face says, Oh, I'm sorry. Did I did I uh, pick on a nerve there? I'm very sorry that I'm a face and that I come into a bar looking for a drink. Uh, I thought we had equality nowadays at all. Uh, anyone over the legal drinking age could come into a bar and order a drink as long as they behave in a civilised manner. I'm not a freaking alien, you know. I'm just a face. We all have faces. Uh, whether you like to admit it or not, you've got a face. I can see it right there. You can't hide it. Uh, it's there on your visage. That's a face there. It may be glued onto the front of your head, but it's still a face. And the man behind the bar says, I do have a face, but I'm not a face. I'm more than my face. My face is just a mask that I put over my brain. Uh, I am, in essence, more than a face. I am a brain and a soul and a body. You, on the other hand, are just a face. And that's just weird. Call me old-fashioned. Uh, but no, that's just weird, being just a face. A face is a thing you put in front of yourself uh, that you present to the outside world. It's not meant to be you in total. 
If the face, if you're, if the whole you is comprised of a face, then that's just wrong. That's just, that's like if your, if your uh, house was just a door, big giant door, it was hollowed out and you lived inside the door or something. Uh, first off, you'd have to have a huge ladder going up to the keyhole, because that would obviously be the only entrance. And then you'd have to slide down another ladder once you get inside the keyhole to make use of the hollow of the door. Um, for another thing. No, that's just weird. You're a face. Get out of my bar immediately. And the face says, Christ, uh, how about if I turn around and you just see the back of my face? And the barman says, don't even think about it. And the face says, uh, I'm not thinking about it. I don't have a brain. I'm just a face. And the barman says, uh, well, it's becoming increasingly obvious that you don't have a brain. Uh, although, now did you mention this, do faces have brains? I don't think they do and the face says I don't know I don't know I have no way of thinking about this because I don't have a brain although maybe that answers your question does it and the man behind the bar says I wasn't asking you it was a or just asking the world around me in general and the face says I'm part of the world around you in general if you, if you can don't consider faces to be part of the world around you in general uh, then and the man behind the bar interrupts him and says see that's the problem there that's the problem faces are not part of the world around me faces are just uh, what uh, other people in the world around me choose to show of themselves uh, but they're not of themselves faces if you look at a face and you think oh there's one of the people around me then you're being tricked by that face uh, face should be uh, transparent you should be able to see behind us to the person behind us and when I look, try and look beyond you to the person behind you all I see is nothing so you're basically hiding behind you're hiding your nothingness behind a face uh, which is you and frankly I can't get my head around that I have a brain unlike you and I still can't wrap my head around that and the face says uh, you need to relax you need to relax and drink some of your own Guinness uh, not necessarily while you're on the job of course because you have a responsible position here where you have to make sure people aren't drink driving and that they get home safely and that you don't over uh, fill them with beer but no when you're finished the job after you've arranged the taxi home you should have a few drinks and unwind although don't get too reliant on that maybe i'm giving bad advice here and the man behind the bar says doesn't matter whether you're giving bad advice or good advice i'm not going to heed it i'm not going to take advice from our face uh, jesus christ and uh, what next uh, what next we'll have uh visage shop fronts uh, just sliding around independently they'll put shop fronts on the internet or something and you'll be expected to buy from them and there'll be no shops behind them just some warehouse out in the middle of the Atlantic somewhere that ships them uh, I don't know from the lost uh, the lost continent of Atlantis or somewhere I don't know where does stuff come from when you order it on the internet that's so that's the thing that creeps me out you know and the face says oh what was that beeping in the background and the man behind the bar says oh that was the eye telephone it says turned off uh, he hears uh, and even the heaters on because I'm drawing some laundry so it's not a problem I'm aware that the heaters are on it's fine because I'm not going out this morning and uh, uh, the face says oh I see I think you've let your own face slip now because you've revealed that you are uh, not a barman you were the person behind 
behind this whole story, this whole story is a face uh, that the creator of this podcast has put on, and the man behind the bar says, I can't argue with that, I suppose, I can't argue with that, much as, much as how I would like to, I can't, uh, just don't have it in me, and the face says, well, I think my work here is done, and a great night is had by all. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, Christ, uh, he's back on the faces thing again. I remember about around 150 episodes ago, although admittedly I plucked that uh, number out of the random randomity of my mind. I don't know how many shows it was ago, uh, but he did another show where he talked a lot about faces, the nature of the human face, and he seems to be doing it again now. Well, you're absolutely right about that. You're allowed to discuss the same topic more than once in your life you know you're allowed to revisit it you're allowed to revisit topics uh you for example back when you were about uh five years of age i'm sure you you talk about the tooth fairy and then you came back to it in your late teens and you talk about it again and you had a different mindset about it then i can tell you uh that doesn't mean you were wrong to come back to it oh no you came back you came back with a new uh understanding of it and it's the same with me i'm coming back now with a new understanding of faces having had another couple of years under my belt uh, of face experience uh, I've been going around with a face on me for uh, approximately 37 years now uh, I had a face before I was born as I understand it but I don't have much memory of that. in fact I don't have much memory of my first two or three years uh, as a face I do remember as a young child uh, being rather confused about uh, where what way my face was arranged I could never remember whether the eyes are on top or the nose was on top and the eyes in the middle and the mouth at the bottom or the other way around and quite frankly these cartoons where they draw uh, oh they draw characters that are just a face with arms and legs coming out of it uh, they didn't help in my understanding but I seem to have gotten through anyway I didn't die from lack of understanding of the face uh, which I suppose tells you a lot uh, tells you that as a child you don't need to have a proper understanding of a face admittedly now if I was going around with the same confusion at the moment, uh, then it would be a problem. Uh, such as, for example, later today when I shave, I'm going to need to know where my eyes are and where my nose is and where they are in relation to each other. Uh, but I've got a mirror for that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know how to find out about everything. So, for example, I might still not know how my face is arranged, uh, but I know that I can find out just by looking in the mirror. It's the same way when people say, oh, these young people they don't know anything about their candidates for their election uh, they don't but they know how to find out they can do a google and do some research and find out in a couple of minutes who uh, who's available to vote for uh, they can look in the mirror of the a lot of problem with that mirror that's a so-called mirror of the internet is that it's not necessarily an automated reflection. Uh, it may be uh, tailored uh, by uh, the author. Uh, this is getting a bit deep. Uh, but no, it may be tailored and biased towards the author. So they have to learn about their sources. They have to learn who, what type of mirror is that and who's responsible for it and what's their uh, inner interior, ulterior motives in saying such a thing about these candidates. You don't have that problem with your bathroom mirror. Although you do 
because uh, sometimes the light is different. You have to think, does my face look like that because it's quite dark in here or there is sun coming in from that side of the mirror or is there something on the inside of the mirror such as, for example, a reflection of some light that's causing me to look different. And that does that important. It's just a freaking face. You're not a freaking supermodel. You don't have to uh, perfect everything. Unless, of course, you are a supermodel or you're aiming to be one, in which case I uh, can't help you there. Uh, you just going to have to go and do your own research there. Do it on the internet. Go and do a Google. Do a Google. Uh, do how to be a supermodel airplane. And you'll find out a bit there. And then tailor your search further uh, to something that doesn't involve airplanes. When I hear supermodel, all I can think of is model airplanes. Uh, America's next top model airplanes. On the television every freaking five minutes here. They have America's next top model airplane. They have Australia's next top model airplane. They have Britain's next top model airplane. They have Canada's next top model airplane. Uh, and then they show the previous ones too, but they still call them, when they're in reruns, they still call them the next top model airplane. It's absolutely fucking It's messing with the space-time continuum, and that's why we're all going to die very soon. We're all going to die uh, sometime in the next 70 years, I predict we'll all be dead. Most of us, anyway. Uh, some of you will eat, uh, probably eat porridge for breakfast. Some of you will still be alive. Or will you be happy? Here's a question for you. Will you be happy? Uh, it's the most only way to find out is to uh, guess, have a look at your genes and see what diseases you're going to have later in life. And if you have a disease that requires drugs that have side effects of making you happy, then there's a good chance that you'll be happy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where are we going with this? We're probably going into a brief commercial interlude. Into your head. Support the podcastual arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email Neil at studio at intoyourhead.com. You are listening to Into Your Head, a listener-supported podcast. Please visit intoyourhead.com slash tipjar. upon a time there was a oh there was a supermodel airplane and the supermodel airplane was uh, walking along the catwalk stroke runway one day oh that's clever that's very clever i've been doing this thing for years where i refer to america's next top model as america's next top model airplane but that's the first time i've made the connection between airplanes and runways because over in america uh, runways are called uh, catwalks are called runways uh, so that's very clever finally i've uh, pre i've uh, retrospectively justified my obsession with calling it america's next top model airplane i'm proud of that now uh, this segment has has uh, done enough now we're only four Eight seconds in, and I've already made a, a pro profound connection. Uh, I only wish I'd done that years ago. Uh, if only now, uh, Project Runway and the English version Project Catwalk could be tied in with that now instead of America's Next Top. 
model uh, that will make it even more relevant but I think it's relevant enough as it is it's relevant enough as it is uh, we could probably degenerate into a harmonica song now and this segment will still be worth a fortune uh, let's see how it goes <laughs> America's next top aeroplane was walking along the catwalk. Oh yes, that's where it was. I was starting a story, wasn't I, about America's next top model aeroplane uh, walking along the runway. Uh, not a uh, not a fashion runway, a real runway, as opposed by uh, walking along it. I mean, uh, oh, trundling along it. Uh, what do you call it? Ah, you know the thing where an aeroplane drives slowly around on the tarmac. Uh, was uh, crude? No, not crude. However that word is. Anyway, to, uh, America's next top model although I didn't know at the time that it was America's next top model aeroplane although I had a good idea it was still being tested hasn't hadn't been sold at the airliners yet uh, but it was America's first uh, three-story uh, luxury aircraft it was a Boeing uh, 1287 let's say uh, so I knew it had a good well the build it was an inanimate object but the builders uh, knew they had a good chance of being America's next top model aeroplane unless there were some huge recession or maybe some terrorism thing that dragged the travel industry down uh, which as it happens there was going to be because uh, this was in the 90s the story is set uh, but it was still oh, everything where the air was full of optimism at the time they didn't know what was ahead of them and we the listeners should pretend we don't know either and uh, let's enjoy the story with the anyway the model aeroplane was trundling along uh, what the hell is that word for uh, an aeroplane driving along on the town track. Ah, you know, uh, feck, it'll come to me, no doubt, later after I've uploaded this. Anyway, America's next top model aeroplane to be was trundling along the tarmac, uh, watching its, uh, flashing itself around at the lights, uh, imagining that the flashing lights at the side of the runway were photographers' cameras flashing away and preening itself and being all proud. And next thing you know, it crashed into to a wall and I said what the freaking hell is well it didn't say it but the driver said what the freaking the pilot I suppose if you want to be technical about it if you're for any engineers listening it's technically called a pilot uh, the pilot said what the freaking hell is a wall doing in the middle of a runway and then the police stopped the plane and boarded it and said you're drunk you've driven into a wall uh, this plane isn't even licensed to leave the runway and uh, you certainly left the runway I can tell you because they don't put walls in the middle of runways or even right beside them and oh no they have a perimeter fence but that's like half a mile away from the runway it wouldn't be just a road there a wall there at the side of the runway no no because you could clip your wings on that Anyway, uh, the pilot got arrested, but America's next top model aeroplane was still intact, uh, just had a little slight damage to its paintwork, and of course, uh, that hole got repaired, and a great life was had by all, until, uh, oh, until 2000 and... 
whatever it was, 11th of September 2001, or was it 2003, whatever it was, uh, that happened, and then the shit broke the fan, and the fan, ah, the fan got put away into mothballs to protect it from being hit by any more shit until the end of the recession. Uh, anyway, uh, where are we going with this? Probably nowhere, probably nowhere, but I already made a great profound point about uh, runways within the first 43 seconds of this segment. That was nearly four and a half minutes ago now, and I'm still... Oh, I'm still reaping the benefits of that. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. Profundity is. Uh, oh, it's next to godliness and cleanliness. That's what it is. It's third in line. You have godliness there. Then you have, of course, cleanliness. Because cleanliness is next to godliness. So I suppose they're joint first. And then below that, if they're joint first, uh, then uh, profundity is uh, second. Uh, I don't think it's in joint place with anything else. I haven't thought of anything yet that needs to be in joint place anyway so no it's second uh, behind joint firsts that's the thing about having joint first place uh, the third in line gets uh, pushed up to second in line it's ridiculous really it just gets lucky well, still uh, it's not responsible for the way sequential numbers work I suppose anyway on with the show need more subscribe to the free reruns and extras feed and shut your stupid ugly face See intoyourhead.com slash archive for details. Taxiing, that's the word I was trying to remember. Taxiing, although I must say, now that I remember the word, I don't like it very much. I'm glad I didn't think of it during the preceding segment. It would have taken away from the classiness of it all. Uh, nothing against taxi drivers or taxis, but a uh, uh, taxi is far from uh, the ne- next America's next great model jumbo jet aeroplane. Uh, oh no, it's not classy. If you want the classy in terms of cars, you want a hired private limo, not a taxi. Uh, not that there's, again, not that there's anything wrong with taxis. They're just not up there with joint... Uh, future three-story luxury aeroplanes although an aeroplane does have its limitations because they can't go along roads that's the thing about taxis they can drive pretty much anywhere that there's a road and they can drive up and down the road and up and down I was in a taxi a couple of taxis in fact I was in a couple of taxis recently with an into your head listener it was absolutely fantastic uh, went up to Dublin uh, met up and had oh we crammed our faces with food and beer and then we went and had an afternoon nap and then we crammed our faces with more food uh, and then we went to bed and then we crammed our faces with more food and then we parted our ways an absolute, a great weekend was had by all it was absolutely fantastic uh, and then they got on their joint model airplane and went back home uh, with a slight delay of 24 hours because uh, that's, that's how travel works in Ireland if you get on the plane out of Ireland allow an extra 24 hours each way uh, just to allow for uh, just in case you miss your uh, you overfly your because if you overfly say if you're making a stop off in Chicago and the plane accidentally overflies Chicago uh, then you have to stay on it for another 24 hours while it circumnavigates the globe again or else you get off uh, somewhere and wait wait while the plane itself circumnavigates the globe again and stops again to pick you up uh, such is my understanding 
not that I have much of an understanding of international travel. Who does? That's why we pay the experts to do it for us. We pay the pilots and the top America's top next model airplanes to do it for us. And we give them our fares and we say, I don't know how to fly a plane or how to get one. Here's some money uh, for a ticket. Will you put me on the plane, please, and have a professional drive it for me and try not to lose my luggage while you're on this, while you're at it, uh, if you don't mind me saying so. Anyway, good morning. Thank you.